Yo, what is up, guys? This is the Cloud9 Podcast Season 2, Episode 19. Um, yeah, my wife was having such aggressive sex with me that I actually ended up, you know, hitting the end broadcast button on accident. That's pretty much what happened. But as you guys probably see, I'm in a different uh, setting right now because I had actually uh, moved and I'm in a different apartment now. Uh, the other one wasn't really livable anymore, actually. So the guy who runs the place basically said, you know, just I'll put you in this other one, you know, and yeah. Uh, pretty much have been in I've been only here for like a couple days actually and I've been enjoying it a lot uh the League of Legends uh season for 2022 uh has kicked off as you guys know the LCS the LPL and the LEC the LCK all have come back uh it's been awesome you know having all of them back actually because watching competitive league is very, very fun, you know, so in the off season, you know, we were just pretty much like just, uh, what's the best word that I can say? We're just, you know, just chilling, relaxing. I haven't really took a break off from, you know, uh, yeah, this channel in a, uh, while actually. So yeah. So like, I just needed a, a general, uh, break from putting out so much lead content, but I've, gotten a little rusty on it and i'm kind of mad about that you know that's kind of why i'm you know a little rusty on my explanations with like certain league stuff but don't worry it'll it'll, it'll come back actually because like the meta has changed a lot actually the meta's changed quite a bit you know like all the new junglers that people are playing right now you know you have all of these well, i mean like the meta has turned into some fucking meta of just victor and corky actually so that's pretty much what it's like for the mid lane junglers i mean you have viego jarvin lee sin zin Zhao. what's up matthew how you doing man uh for bot lane it, i mean most of the arcane champions they had in that show are now the main champions they want you to fucking look at uh for um you know competitive league because they obviously want to push um arcane onto a lot of people and you know <laughs> so they're obviously gonna like buff those champions so that when you're playing them in game you know uh you see these champions obviously playing competitively so it, it all just comes back into a full big circle. yeah i think ryoma's in early contention for mvp okay so this guy's a crackhead okay uh warren can't be here tonight guys he had he has jury duty early in the morning um trackhawk might be here actually later on um he, he's getting off work soon actually so that's just where they are kafta i haven't got a chance to hit up kafta in a while he might be actually pretty busy uh but just letting you guys guys know uh the weekly recaps for the lec and the lcs are coming back they're gonna start next week actually uh the person that, that i was doing them with uh me and him have uh been able to like get a set day for it actually which is gonna be obviously on tuesday so yeah um i was gonna be i was actually going to do a lcs you know uh 2022 lock-in recap but i thought to myself lock-in's not that important so i could just include whatever i wanted to say about lock-in obviously on here so yeah the l so, like, the weekly recaps are going to be based on um, the LCS and the LEC, just that, right? Um, they're coming back next week. The reason why I didn't have a chance to do, like, the week one recap for the LEC 2022 Spring Split 
was because I moved. I was really busy this week. But next week, you will see me uh, basically combining uh, the Super Week of the LEC 2022 Spring Split Week 1 with Week 2, actually. So that way, we're all caught up going into Week 3. Um, the LCS uh, Weekly Recaps will happen and begin when the actual split starts. Because I just thought to myself, there's no real reason to do, like, recaps of lock-in. I mean, does anybody really honestly care? Like, I like these tournaments in general because I get to see, you know, competitive League of Legends with LCS, LEC, LPL, LCK. Because uh, I, I, like I said before, guys, most of the content here is just going to be, like, the weekly recaps of LCS and LEC when there's a split going on. Then you also have, um, you know, the, what is it? Yeah, channel updates every once in a while. I'll try to do, like, a channel update every now and again, like, every other three months sometimes, to just to let you guys know where I'm at. News videos will always continue. So, like, let's say, like, we had that Reginald drama thing that happened. Um, we also had, um, like, some players... Obviously, like, you'll, you'll have this during the season. Like, some players will end up just, like, switching around, obviously. So, I'll cover that. So, like, news videos, weekly recaps, and once in a while, channel updates will be, like, your pre-recorded content. Uh, but, you know, you have this Cloud and Podcast consistently. Uh, there's going to be dedicated shows to, like, the LPL and the LCK. Not as a lot as what we do, like, right now when we're combining LCS and LEC, right? But once in a while, when I'm able to finally like catch up on all the games for like the LCK, I'll do a show based around that. And then we just did one based around the LPL. So whenever I get the free time to set up an episode for like the LPL or the LCK, you guys will see that just to add a little bit more variety, you know, to the show. Cause I know like we mostly focus on LCS and LEC overall, but you know, it's always good to just talk about those other regions to kind of get you guys. Yeah, well, I'm already one for the Latin American League. Um, I'm pretty sure I'd rather off myself and talk about that shit. <laughs> well, we need to support our Costa Rican team, Infinity. I hate this guy. So yeah, the VCS. Well, we'll we'll talk about them too, right? Yeah, just let's throw in the VCS while we're at it. Actually, this guy's crazy. So, um, yeah. So that's pretty much it. You know, once uh, I wouldn't say once in a while. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna like yeah. Whenever there's enough to talk about with the LCK and the LPL, we'll have shows based around that. But most of the shows are going to be based around LEC and LCS content combined, which you guys see right now. And then you have your weekly recaps. Once in a while, you get a channel update video from me. And then you have your news videos that'll happen, actually. Um, but yeah, I still am planning on doing that Reginald video um, where I'm going over that other article, actually. But that'll be up in like a day or so actually you know but yeah you know it's been awesome but yeah the climate podcast is going to be 6 30 p.m pst every monday moving forward um the reason why i couldn't do it this week is because i was actually just you know moving i was really busy but yeah 6 30 p.m pst every monday is when you get this show actually so you guys are gonna be getting you know your standard content because you know i can't really produce league of legends content without league of legends actually going on you know and then you have to kind of wait and see what's happening you know behind the scenes with a lot of teams actually so you know that's just pretty much what it actually is uh right now uh but you know overall i've been able to catch up on the lec and i've been able to catch up on the lcs actually so there's a good amount to talk about, um, you know, with the LEC. I'm pretty sure we're just going to start uh, with that first. But, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything else going on uh, right now 
uh, that's in terms of like people would say drama in the community. You know, there's no drama really happening right now. Um, there are people that say that, you know, um, that no one really cares about lock-in. I mean, this is the thing is like the, the tournament is literally viewed, you know, as a like Kespa Cup tournament. Like by the end of the year, any team that won like um like a Kespa tournament, right? Is freaking, you know, doesn't matter, honestly. Like, like, uh, like listen, if people like if they want to criticize some things with it, like the visa issues and stuff or whatever, that's fine. It's just they're just being they're just going full retard mode, everybody like on Twitter, all the EU players and EU fans mm-hmm. mocking it. It's like it's literally a preseason tournament like the Kespa Cup. You don't make fun of the Kespa Cup, oh, but now when NA has their own version of it. Let's meme that to death. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, that doesn't even make sense to me when people do that. Because people have, like, there's been some big, like, uh, how would I say? Like, there has been people asking for NA to have their own version of a Kespa Cup to see, like, you know, because it gives you the flexibility on trying out, you know, like, players that you would never have a chance to try out during the actual year itself. Because there's just, like... Most people want to play the players that they bought in the offseason. Your soup, your quote-unquote players that you deem as upgrades, right? Most org owners want to play those five players. Most orgs don't want to play academy players unless, like, something happens where, you know, it's just not working out at a given certain moment in time. And then you also have to kind of factor in, you know, maybe you can't get a player in at a certain moment because of, like, a green card issue. But, like, people have said, like, locking doesn't matter. And, I mean, like, what does matter then? If everyone keeps saying everything doesn't matter, then what does matter? Worlds? People will say, oh, Worlds didn't count because, like, my favorite team didn't win. It's like, guys, this is what I would say. All of this stuff matters to a certain context, right? Because it gives you an overall insight on how these teams function to a certain extent, how they're going to be utilizing their rosters, and how they're going to actually be playing the game. Like, this stuff matters, but you have to kind of factor in what doesn't matter is TSM playing their academy roster because we know when the green card issues eventually uh, get somewhat fixed, then you have to kind of factor in that, you know, well, they'll, they'll be playing their main starting five. At, at, at a certain point, hopefully, at least by summer or at least by like week three or four of the LCS 2022 spring split, they'll all be playing their intended rosters, you know. And like I said before, um, the – other players that Team Liquid are using right now, what Alea and Gion, they don't even look that bad, actually. You know, I could see those players, you know, getting starting positions, actually, you know, when, you know, potentially if a team falls apart in, um, you know, in spring or it doesn't do as well as it is intended, or you simply have the fact of matter of, you know, in summer, they want to just try to buy the players from TL and just try them off of their main roster. But, you know, when it comes to lock-in, uh, it just gives you the nice flexibility of being able to try out players you just never would have had a chance to try out in the regular season. You know, and it's good for those academy players because, you know, let's be honest here. No one really watches NA Academy. Let's be honest here. The viewership for that is really awful. And people have always said, well, why don't you just play like another NA player? I mean, then teams will play them. And then people will be like, well, this guy sucks. It's like, so it's just like weird defeatist mentality with a lot of people, actually. I just, 
don't get it overall with some of these people. But, you know, that's just how I see it uh, personally. Like, just I wouldn't take the results of lock-in very seriously. It's more or less so just about looking at the play, the overall team cohesion of some of the teams. But then you also have to factor in with some of the teams, you know, since they're not running their full intended roster, you have to kind of just take the, the results with a grain of salt, actually. You know, fun fact, uh, Team Liquid actually made the finals of every single tournament last year and only won one of them, which was lock-in. No, 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 no <laughs> they won zero. We don't count preseason tournament. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> the only tournament they mattered, the, sorry, the only tournament that Team Liquid won last year because they made the finals of every single one of them was lock-in, and they only won lock-in. And, you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, Alfari didn't come over to NA just to win lock-in. Like, if Alfari... I mean, that was his goal to win the inaugural lock-in tournament. Fucker! <laughs> hey, hey, Alfari actually has a trophy. He won the LCS 2021 lock-in tournament. There you uh, go. I cannot believe Fudge in that state almost won lock-in. <laughs> they made the finals with Fudge practically kind of running five. it down. Almost reverse swept twice. Not the three times because TSM the first game in the quarterfinals. Holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, like Alfari, he actually won lock-in last year. But, I'm, but, but you guys know. Like, Alfari didn't come over here just to win lock-in. That's the thing. Like, even me and my friend were talking last night, and he was talking about, well, spring doesn't really matter. Spring would have mattered to Alfari. If Alfari won the LCS 2021 spring split, that would have mattered to him because he hasn't won a official trophy. You know, like, spring I, – I, I would look at it like, like this. Spring matters if you haven't won anything as a player, right? So it's a pretty big morale boost for your team, actually. You know, and that can be good. You know, winning that trophy in spring could be a really nice solidifying uh, piece that goes like, okay, what we worked for mattered at this moment in time. And then you get to go to MSI. Now, I don't really understand why some people think that MSI doesn't matter. That mind blowing to me, actually. It's really mind blowing that fucking, you know, uh, people just don't value MSI. You know, because let's be honest here, most of the MSI finals outside of like 2019 and 2017 have been with fucking uh, the Koreans in the finals, right? They've won most MSI. Literally, outside of the one MSI, Korea or the LPL have won them, you know? So, like, the best teams going into the event that are power ranked like one or two, which would be like either an LPL or an LCK team, right? generally always win you know like the only western organization to make the well sorry you have the well sorry you have two western organization sorry no yeah there's three you have three western organizations that have made msi finals right so you have clg in 2016 when it was skt versus clg in the finals then you had g2 versus skt uh back in the 2017 msi finals then in the 2019 MSI Finals, you had Team Liquid versus G2. So there's really only been three Western organizations that have made MSI Finals. Outside of that, every single other time, you have an LPL versus LCK Finals. And even last year, you had an LCK versus LPL Finals between MSI and Worlds last year. Damwon finished second place in both tournaments, actually. And, you know, Damwon's not looking too hot right now in the LCK, you know, but 
that's kind of how that works right now, actually. But I already forgot who they got in the top lane because I thought they were going <laughs> to reunite those three, but then I heard Nugri was taking a break. So who did they get for top? Let me see. Actually, give me one second. Was it like Kingdom or something? I think they got um, Darshan, actually. <laughs> if only. Wait, because like someone asked me, because they, they they said they were new new to league. Why don't um like the LPL and the LCK import players from NA? <laughs> don't do Cause that. No, yeah, because number one, they, their players are way better. But even the players that are up to their standards or whatever, which actually more than you think. Uh, just the language barrier, honestly. Like it's for some yeah. reason it's easier for like European players to like in integrate with like the not the Western culture and stuff, but just like on teams and stuff it's like a bit easier for some players like with western players it's like super hard oh they got hoya in the top lane actually hoya oh yeah oh i don't know who that is i've been lacking on like my lck academy stuff yeah recently. i've been lacking on just some things because as you guys already know when the league season starts you know ugh, freaking hell it's just there's so much really to dive into because like uh watching the lpl is really awesome, actually. I enjoy watching the LPL, you know, and I'm yeah. glad that we can. Oh God, yeah. IG. God. Oh yeah, L last night, ha IG made JDG look good. That's sad. That's fucking sad because Yagao is fucking yeah. bad. Uh, or last night, you, know, you see um, World Elite playing up against um, top esports. Like, I feel bad for Shanks because Shanks is actually not that bad, and he's just sitting around, just basically just trying to carry this team. Yeah, to yeah I basically line. picked like the. What's going to be the CLG of LPL, except they actually won a world, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Like right, that, guys. I whole teams to cheer for. God damn it. Let's, let's talk about the LEC. So, the LEC 2022 Spring Split kicked off, actually, uh, yeah. this past week. And let me get, get you guys this. Yeah, right I, didn't, here. Uh, I, didn't, I don't think I – okay, actually, maybe I – hold on. Did I – Okay, Narman actually did watch the Fnatic game, I believe. Yeah. I watched pretty much everything. Now, I'll say this. I don't know if I remember every single exact moment, but I, I can tell you a lot about the teams, actually, to a certain extent. For, yeah, no, I watched teams... all the games you have on your title, which is besides, I think, Fnatic versus Vitality, unless I'm being getting confused with something else. That was the one where Wonder had the Gragas 1v3 outplay, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> they fucking into their ass. Okay, well, hold on. How, right how many games has Vitality played? Two? Three. Three. Okay, then I don't think I've watched. Because I've watched Vitality's other losses, but I don't think I've watched their third or whatever. Okay. So, here you guys go. Let me give you guys this right okay. now, actually. Yeah, this is going to be new for me. I haven't watched it, but... <laughs> okay. So, the LEC 2022 Spring Split kicked off... The they had a super week actually because you know LEC is big on their super weeks actually. The oh, surprise... Leaders already up there. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at this team vitality, the quote unquote super team starting off zero three. Yeah, Astralis... we predicted. Well, I mean, at least me and Warren. I don't know about your fucking sorry ass, but we predicted. Hey. We knew they would at least be good still, like B tier, and they will be. They just need some time, like Percy, some time to immigrate here again, like get the that feel going again, but. They are fucking grossly overrated. Like, come on. Selfmade has issues. Alfari had issues. 
Hurts had no, I issues. Agree. I agree. Yeah. Kersey is grossly overrated. Labrov, though, grossly. Great, but... This man's using big words tonight. Grossly like, overrated. Yes. <laughs> I don't understand the hype with Kersey. Like, he has g- great mechanics, sure, but so did Caps, and he, he was still had no brain. All right, guys. So the LEC 22. Fucking hell, I can't speak. I'm I'm black and I don't go to college. All right, so the LEC 2022 Spring Split kicked off. Uh, you had all the teams play. They have their Super Week because, you know, the LEC is big on their Super Weeks, actually. Fnatic starting off 3-0. and zero. Rogue starting off 3-0. and zero. G2 Esports starting off 2-1. and one. Mad Lion starting off 2-1. and one. Misfits Gaming 2-1. and one. XL 1 and 2, SK Gaming 1 and 2, Team BDS 1 and 2, Astralis 0 3, and Team Vitality 0 3. So, one of the most disgusting games I have ever watched in my life in terms of League of Legends, and I've been watching a lot of games my whole life, well, more my adult life actually, was the SK Gaming game versus Mad Lions. That was fucking awful. That was terrible. Holy shit. But I'm pretty sure you guys want us to talk about Team Vitality. Um, because like they were the quote unquote super team that started off zero three. Now let's make this, uh, let's, let's break, let's break it down. Right. Okay. So this is only going off week one results. Cause I know everyone likes to freak out when it comes to week one results. And yes, they played really bad in their games. Actually they played pretty uh, fucking who's bad. Actually. Again? Oh, Dylan let me see Fal- right now. No, no, that's no, not, it's not Dylan Falco. Who is it? I don't know. Actually, let me, let me, let me see who their current coach is actually. Give me a sec. The thing is, I don't know if their coach is very good, and that might hurt him. Team. I don't think he's good. Let's see. I'm and pretty sure they I also think the they got. I also think they got the coach late. So. Also, the thing here with Team Vitality, people need to factor in is, uh, yeah, oh, heck, Taz Mep- Mephisto, What? Oh, yeah, oh wait, Taz wait, wait no, that coach. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, Mephisto, Whatever. Mephisto is their head coach, actually. Mephisto, I'm, I'm bad at pronouncing. Uh, I said Mephisto. What the fuck? Good guy. Holy you need shit. To go anyway, to, but you need to go back to school. Oh, can you uh, click Christ. on that guy? I want to see his like resume. His resume. Also, sorry guys. Yeah, Sean, not... Sean's um fucking fan is is louder than my fucking wife in there. Yeah, yeah, you don't Holy be shit. racist against fans. What the fuck? You hate your fans <laughs> now. Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what's up? Uh, Fujin. Oh, you're fine, dude. You're, you're fine, man. We're, we're, we just started anyway. Benjamin, what's up, man? These NA imports are not showing up in Vitality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing, though. Literally, like, last year and this year, I think there were, like, equal or more, like, players, even though they're all EU players, players going back to the LEC instead of LCS with European players. You can't really all say right, that right. argument as much. So this is Mephisto's resume. Crew Esports Club, Euronics Gaming, Dark Passage, Rog Esport, Fnatic, Vitality. Yeah, so this is the thing uh, with Team Vitality right now is a lot of people are going to go like, oh my god, they're just going to implode. Okay, so think about it this way, guys. It's week one, okay? It's week one. We have eight more weeks of gameplay left, Okay. There's a good chance they could all just turn us around and it's just a bad week from them. That There's a good chance that, that that is the case. But there's also the other case of looking at their actual gameplay. Because p- people could say like, oh yeah, they'll just turn it around in eight weeks. Well, first of all, you don't know that. And specifically, they played really fucking bad in their games, guys. They played awful, man. Like, Perks got caught out so many different times. Self-made look like he was boosted as fuck. 
Alfari was the only player on their roster that looked like he was at least trying to win the game. Karzi and Lebrov were not really existent, you know? Like, they didn't really the only, actually The only one who did anything. well was Lebrov. Like, Lebrov was trying to, to do his best to make some plays, but, like, th this, this is the same uh, argument we talked about when we uh, were going over JDG on, like, the last show with the LPL, right? Like, people could go, like, well, JDG could just turn it around. Yes, that's true, but if you look at their actual gameplay, like, that leaves a lot less to be desired. Alfari looks... Uh like, yeah, Nick, I, I I agree with you. Alfari looked good in lane, but outside of lane, he failed hard. Yeah, like, outside of lane, he just looked like crap. But to be fair, yeah, guys, and that, it and that happened at near the end of LCS and at World. He wasn't really the same. And that's the thing is, it is week one, and I get it, you know? And a lot of people's overreactions are them imploding and all sorts yeah, of Yeah, like, right? I still think they're good, but come on. This was expected. Like, it was expected that... They would take a little bit to get going, and that this was just a grossly overrated and not a super team. Yeah, because I disagree when people call them a super team, because if you look at their roster based off last year's gameplay, Alfari was good, but never really actually, well, let's say one. Oh, no, no, he was excellent, but, you know, it's just he started regressing, whether that's, like, management issues or not, whatever, but also, yeah, there's, like, that he there's, even though he's, like, the best lane-in top laner in the West, and one of the best top laners, like, overall, like, mm -hmm. there's this issue with him, like, it seems like on teams where it's just, like, he, it's not a coincidence that he always gets, like, put on these teams that get, like, 10th place or 8th place, like, come on, it's not a coincidence. Well it's one of these things where, like, Alfari is good, but, like, literally outside of lane, he just kind of lacks in a lot of areas. Like, he doesn't really help his team a lot. Like, it's, there, there, there's so many issues he'll he'll have. Like, in lane, he's fine. You know, in, in like, to be fair, in lane, he is, like, really good. CS is fine. Always is up in CS over his enemy opposition. But in terms of transitioning, transitioning his lead outside of the, his lane phase, you know, it's just not been that good for him. You know, and to be fair, guys, remember week one results back to the sin. Uh, self made like the, the issue here is people kept saying self made and perks would play a lot better. I disagree with them because self made has the same play style as Blabber, right? Perks and Blabber did not synergize very well at all. So, how in the world would that work between these two? If perks couldn't synergize with Blabber. Why would he synergize with self-made someone who's better than Blabber? That doesn't make any sense, and their synergy between their mid-jungle is going to be really off. Perks pretty much kind of ran it down all three games, actually. You know, he did not do well at all mm -hmm. all weekend. He played bad, actually. Oh, the the, the, the new champion, the the, the Hispanic-looking dude. I, these names are always going to fucking kill what, me. What? That, that, that champion, he played uh, so badly I, on that I, guy. Or son, or what? what I don't or son, yeah. He played so bad on him. He kept pushing up forward, no vision, kept getting ganked. It was looking bad from 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 Perks actually. Now, uh, the bot lane with Karzi and LeBron. I think LeBron was trying to make plays. It like that's what a support has to do. You know, you you just try to make plays, and you just have to hope your team can follow up and deal damage. Like Karzi wasn't that effective actually. He didn't really actually play very well in lane. Like, I don't know if their team is going to be able to, like, not say bounce back. They could bounce back. The issue here is, like, their overall gameplay looks like they really don't know 
how they want to play the game, right? From the three games that we just saw, it might either be an issue of like communication. It, it, it looked like to me that one player was trying to do something while the other player was trying to do another thing. You know, it just didn't overall look that good from them. They just, they literally look like, like a 10th place team actually, you know, tied with Astralis, right? Yeah. Our, uh, Akshan, he, he played really bad on that guy. He played awful on Akshan, you know? Yeah. yeah hey, uh, hey, hey, who's was worse, so Darshan or his? I don't know, because Broken Blade was playing Corky Top, and he looked pretty boosted with that, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, to be fair, though, Darsh that, that draft against Darshan's uh, was – it countered, like, his champ in every way, so you can't really blame him too much on that mm. game and lock-in. You know, unlike uh, Alfari, you know. So Team Vitality, yeah, overall, guys, like to finish talking about them, I think they can bounce back in week two. Just yes, they will bounce their... back, but they're not a super team. They're just going to be good, all right? They, like, they can make it, like, third seed. I think if they can beat their oh, – because it always depends on, like, strength of schedule when it comes to, like, a lot of these teams, you know? Depending on their strength of schedule – they could easily win their next two games or they could lose their next two games. If they start 0-5, oh my god, it's it's pretty much I don't know how you make playoffs at that point. I know, I know playoffs is, yeah. seems like a little bit too far of a stretch right now to talk about playoffs, but starting out 0-5 pretty much puts yourself and your fate of your team in other people's actually, you know? I hope they don't start 0-5. I hope they don't. Vitality plays BD, BDS next. If they lose that, they could already be fucked. Yeah, um... Their next game's against Team BDS and G2. Oh, God. Oh, God. They could... So, when week two's over, they could be, like, one and four, actually. You know? Yeah, well, what I, even though it's only the first week, uh, if you, like, swap around G2 and Rogue's records, and it, this is exactly what I predicted so far with the stand-ins. Yeah, but it's like, only one week. Yeah, like, I know everyone likes to freak out on Twitter over week one. Guys, it's week one. It's literally the first week. There's eight weeks of gameplay left. Anything can happen, you know? But you also have to factor in, you know, gameplay, macro, and all the rest of that goes into when playing the game, too. Uh, you also have Astralis. Outside of White Knight and Zanzara, I, I don't, I like, are they worse than Team Vitality? I mean, they're, like, I don't even know what to say, honestly. They just look awful. They're just bad. Yes. Like, Zanzara even... is serviceable. White Knight is more than serviceable, right? Those are two solid veteran players, yeah. Yeah. Players you love they... to have on your team. Uh, Dejar is a fucking trash. Dejar Holy is fuck. a fucking trash. This man Yeah, crazy. yeah, okay. They, like, they, they literally just, like, look at his, like, PvP 1v1s in lane and just looked at nothing else while scouting him and went, yes, potential. It's like, no, <laughs> you shit. And then Kabe, uh, yeah, I mean, he's God, he was. I like don't know why Kabe actually went to this team, man. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he, I get it. He wants a starting spot, but I just don't get it why he actually went to Astralis. Astralis looked like oh, crap. Okay. I'll, I'll Warren, say this. You know what? No, because Warren said Astralis might actually have some potential. I was like, Warren, no, they they look like garbage. They're not yeah, no. good. They're and trash. then listen, promise to you, I'll say he isn't actually that bad, but he's still by far the worst support. <laughs> I mean, like, like last year he was literally like the war, not even the worst LEC support, not even the worst LEC player. 
literally like just the worst, not even the worst player in the West, just the worst player in any major region. Okay. By guys. far, not even remotely close. Like if this, if we're going by sports overalls, it's he's like a 54 overall, and then the next lowest is like a 64. He was that bad. I'll say this year he's at least not that bad at all, but he's still just he's still the worst support. I'm sorry. He, he he's he isn't bad anymore, but he's still just the worst support. I Holy just don't fuck. really like some people would say team vitality is worse. I'd argue look, team vitality actually tried to make plays around the map. I can give them credit yeah. for that. They at least tried to make plays. Yeah, they did. The they map. just are shaky right now. And then they uh, just failed it. Astralis just sits there and waits to die. Uh, that I, Astralis I, versus Misfits game was fucking uh, terrible. Yeah, that was well, fucking awful. Co what the Kobe, fuck did I watch? What I will, what I will at least say with Kobe, he doesn't lose your games and he's better than Neon. Like, Neon is like the one reason why Misfits isn't doesn't look that good like the rest of the team looks fine just neon i don't get <laughs> benjamin says watching promise q's thresh was entertaining in a funny way <laughs> <Holy fuck. laughs> yeah ben, uh, benjamin i i think t vitality are better than astralis but it's because like you can tell in their gameplay they were trying to do something like dive and fucking take dragons at an effective time you know Astralis just looked like they were just sitting there doing nothing. Now, they did look okay. Like, they tried to fight G2 on a competent level, but that didn't work out because, you know, G2 just had the better players and they're going to win outright. There, there's some of these teams I want to wait on talking about overall because I'm going to need some more, like, gameplay or I'll have to rewatch the games over. Because with Team BDS, Nuclear Ant looked pretty serviceable, looked solid. x uh, looked great. Like X X Maddie, and look, he got beaten pretty hard, you know. Yeah, no, got... no, he's bad. No, X Maddie, uh, he's literally only there because he got carried by Target Moss. All right, that's the only reason he's in LEC oh right God. now. Thank you, Nick. Literally, yeah, I don't know how XL threw against BDS. All of a sudden, going like, what the fuck did I just watch? I look like fucking garbage. Yeah, like. Adam's Adam, trash and X Manny's trash. The other think, three are Adam, fine. I don't, think, I don't know if Adam's trash. I wouldn't say. Okay, that. well, not trash, but still not good. The the other three, though, I don't mind. Adam is about as good as I thought he was on Fnatic. He's just a relatively maybe above middle of the pack top laner. That's just yeah, kind of how but, I think of him. Yeah, no, X Manny's SK only Gaming. here because of Target Moss. He's dragging like, down hey, the whole guys, team. Guys, guys, I know Warren likes SK Gaming, but I I'm I'm sitting here going like no. I don't. Treats, it's literally just treats and Gen X. That's all it is. Uh, like treats, Gilius is pretty solid, but he isn't like great. Solid though. at throwing that last game. They were we're not we're not Jarvan game where he was running around getting caught out every five seconds. Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes you know sometimes that's what happens with Gilius, whatever. But but, but he, he's solid though, and yeah, Gen X Gen X is great and Treats is great, but I'm not a fan of their ADC or mid. So yeah, that's why I predicted them low because of that. And also I just, just because of good. in comparison to the rest of the league, I'm sorry. Like, they never really ever, ever, ever field a truly competitive roster. They hope to find, like, decent, good rookie players, and then it just pans out for them. Hey, what do you mean? You know? they, they did with Blue. I don't know why they let him go. Oh, dude, Blue was fucking better than Faker. What are you talking about, man? Blue is the best, man. He won, he won hey, three that, worlds. Okay, that's insulting the Blue. Faker's washed up. Right, you need to compare him to Toby. <laughs> Guys, when I show you this Mad Lions versus SK gaming game, holy motherfuck. That that was worse than a clown fiesta. Oh, that was just donkey shit. 
Excel. Okay, this one's about Excel because I know Sean wanted me to talk about them. I don't think they're. How would I say this though? They know how they want to play the game. They have a game plan going into the game. They know what they want to draft. Those are all great things. Actually, in the game, it never pans out their way. Like I think that Marcoon and Advian are a good jungle support duo that actually try to make plays. Finn is way better than Cries. You know, like we've talked about the this before. On the show, actually, like XL never had a top laner that I yeah. Listen, prized. Finn is underrated. He literally carried CLG. It was it was literally just Team Finn last year in LCS. All right, he's rock solid. It just like, in comparison to the rest of the tops, though, he isn't that good. Sorry. It's the thing with XL is like I liked how their roster was performing in the games. It just never panned out their way, and that could only just be. Week one, actually, it could only just be week one. They could have this all figured out by, by week two, or they could clean up their game playing week two. I get it. But I I don't think they're as bad as what people made them out to be on Twitter. I think this team actually can finally make playoffs. I think. I, I think overall. I think this is a split. They make playoffs. Hopefully not. I think. You know? Because by how they were playing in week one, it looked like they were playing pretty competent. They just are very, very bad at actually making clutch decisions when it mattered and towards, like, actually taking uh, Barons and getting Dragon Control and Vision on the map. Um, Misfits, I can't really talk about them all too much. What I, what I say is this. They look like they're just scared to do anything overall. Like, against S... Well, who they play against? Astralis? Okay, against Astralis, they're going to look good because anybody's going to look good against Astralis. That's just, by far, like, that's not a knock... That's not a plus for them, right? They're going to look good against Astralis. Outside of that, here it looked like he was mentally struggling in a lot of these games. You know, this man was over, like, crying when he they won one of their games. Like, he was, like, crying when they won some of their games. Like, here it was struggling. And, you know, we had high praise for here it, uh over here, actually. We thought he was really good, you know, last year. And he still could be pretty good. I'm not saying yeah, that. last year. I knew he would drop off a bit this year, though. Like, he's definitely like, – this, this week, for, like, all three games, he definitely struggled. Now – Room for improvement. He could all, always still come back to his form, you know. Like, yeah, Misfits had the weakest schedule. They played Astralis and BDS. I mean, they they were struggling against Astralis, guys. They were struggling against Astralis, and they were struggling against Team BDS. Right? People have said, "Well, Neon's a good Neon is a reliable player, not a good. Neon's not a good player. Neon is a reliable player. VTO is bad. I don't. VTO is bad. He's not good." He has not lived up to his potential at all. You saw, you, everyone, do you guys see VTO playing against Yasuo? You saw him playing against Yasuo? You tell me that's good? Shalaitan, uh, I need to see a bit more out of him before I really talk about Shalaitan. Uh, but overall, M Misfits just didn't excite me at all. Just seems like the same Misfits rosters they always put together. Just uh, different, same playstyle, just different players playing it. They seem to always have the same playstyle with different players every single time, which is so odd, right? All right, uh, Mad Lions, okay, these guys were looking boosted in some of their games, right? Um, Reeker looked okay in some games, looked bad in others. Unforgiven didn't look that bad, actually. I thought he looked pretty solid overall. Kaiser, Aloye, and Arma, like, played pretty fine. I mean, overall, they played as well as I thought Mad Lions would play, you know? They just looked really bad against SK Gaming. That was pretty much it, right? Uh, but overall, I didn't really think they were that bad overall. It just, a lot of their decision-making was really shaky. 
like in the SK gaming game where they had the upper hand on them when they were actually kind of like crawling the game back. They just overall kept throwing, you know? But, you know, that could be the thing. Because I remember, like, Humanoid was a big part about, like, why Mad Lions were able to win a lot of their games. And he was a definitive player for how their play style was evolving. So without uh, Humanoid and... So without Humanoid, basically, we're going to have to see, like, how this new Mad Lions roster is going to evolve, right? Kaiser is going to obviously be, like, the best player on the team. He's going to obviously try to make all the best plays whenever he can. But it just depends on, you know, his team being able to follow up with a lot of his calls, actually. Um, Unforgiven, I think they have a good ADC right here in Unforgiven. I liked what I saw out of him. I thought he was great. You know, even in uh, the SK Gaming game, he was like 10-0. and zero, Sorry, 10-2 and like 18 overall. So I think they have a – honestly, I'll say this right now. I think they have a better ADC than, than what they have with Karzy. And I think they downgraded in mid. Now, having their – downgrade in mid is going to be an issue you'll have to look at maybe later on, but we'll see how it, you know, plays out for week two, actually. Uh, G2, my boys, G2 Esports. Um, Flacked and Targamos didn't look bad, actually. They looked like a pretty solid bot lane overall, and they look weren't... Bad. They weren't solid in the way of, like, okay, they're solid because, you know, their enemy opposition was bad. Flacked and Targamos looked pretty decently good, actually, to me, personally. Um, they uh, G2 lost to Mad Lions, right? So they didn't look that good against Mad Lions overall. Um, but I, I did enjoy what they provided. You know, Broken Blade and Yankos, there was this game where Broken Blade and Yankos were like, I think it was up against Excel or they were up against you another mean when team. they were like in 10 at first? They were, well, they were in the top lane and they were like, we're together, they ran it down in top lane after they got yes, Baron. Yes, with the, yes, on Corgi. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was uh, yeah, that was like uh, I believe XL, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Caps, he looks he looks competent right now. That's the best thing I can say about Caps. He looks competent right now. It's the best thing I can say. Like overall, I think a lot of people had um, some questions about how the new G two roster was actually going to going to perform overall. I think it's hard to say right now what their real high ceiling is, but I don't think people should be worried about them being a bad team. It looks like when they when they got a flag and Targamas, they knew that th these were the pieces that the team overall needed for them. Rogue, surprising everyone, because Rogue actually, you know, like I was very critical about Rogue myself when we did our uh, preseason power rankings, actually, uh, for the LEC 2022 spring split. Um, I didn't, I, I just honestly thought, that um, moving out very key players like Hansama and uh, Inspired was going to be a big detriment to how they want to play the game. But, you know, Malrong slid in and is playing perfectly fine. You know, Comp slid in and Comp looked like the best player in week one for the LEC. Not even joking. Comp looked like a really good ADC for week one overall. And most of their games were uh, pretty clean from Rogue, actually. They were winning a lot of their early I games. Mean, yeah, they stomped like a lot of their early games. They're gonna fall off though, probably. Do you think so? Uh, I think. So. I mean, I would like it if they didn't, but I don't know. I feel like, like they're gonna fall off again. I don't think Malrong Malrong is gonna stay this good. Like Malrong slotted in and played pretty good for what Rogue needed overall. Yeah, no, he's good. I think Comp's gonna fall off though. 
like comp, like comp, if someone asked like who be your MVP of like week one of the LEC, I'd say comp. Comp played pretty darn good actually. Trimby looked like he got a lot more comfortable with how he wanted to make his engages. Like Rogue are always going to be a good regular season team. Like if they finish like fourteen and four, I'm not surprised. They traditionally always do very well in best of ones. It only just comes to best of fives where they kind of just fucking fall apart, you know. So I hope that they can keep up this level of performance, actually. You know, it's kind of hard because, like, who is Rogue facing uh, this week coming up? They're facing Mad Lions, and they're facing BDS. So there's a good chance by how they're playing uh, right now, they could easily finish 5-0, uh, and zero, actually. Fnatic is playing Astralis, so that's a pretty big stomp right there. And they're playing against Misfits. So, yeah, Misfits and Rogue have a very good shot at finishing undefeated in Week 2, finishing 5-0. and zero. It's very possible. Very possible. Um, Fnatic, I mean, uh, Fnatic looked as good as everyone thought they were. I mean, like I said before, they won the offseason. They have the best roster on paper in the LEC. The only player that I'm still skeptical on and will still be skeptical on until I see some consistent top-level gameplay is Razork. You know, Hill is saying an upset played good. Wonder played great. A little bit over aggressive, but it's fine. Happens with top laners in general. Humanoid didn't look as clean with Fnatic, but you know this is his first time on a new organization since like 2019. So, you know, uh, it'll be a bit of time before he like pretty much like slots in back to how he wants to play the game. I hope the, how I hope how Humanoid wants to play the game doesn't like directly conflict with like how Fnatic traditionally like to play the game with like their past uh, roster iterations. Um, but the only guy that I was super skeptical on was like Razork and uh, he looked okay overall, but I, I'm just not really hyped on like why people honestly think he's like that good overall, just to me personally. But uh, what do you think about Fnatic, uh, Sean, actually? But yeah, Hillsang uh, yeah, was definitely stopping everyone. Team. I think, oh, it's just, they're a top two team. I just think that, uh, if uh, as long as Flock's hands don't fall apart and uh, Caps wakes the fuck up, then G2 can be better. Yeah, that's the thing, guys. It's just, I Razork could like just basically make or break the team. You know, that's just how I personally see it. I know people are gonna go like, well, what, what's so bad with him? He's just not that impactful in the game. You can see it. He's just not that impactful. Like some of the most games they weren't weren't through him. Honestly, you know, I'm just saying most of the games in one were not through him. I'll say that right now. Um, let me bring up the uh match of the week, Ash, because everyone's like, match of the week. Don't worry, the, the LEC had a match of the week, and it was between uh Fnatic and Team Vitality. Actually, give me like one second, let me bring it up for you guys. Actually, uh, because Vitality was looking pretty darn fucking boosted in a lot of the games, actually. Uh, give me a sec. Yep, Team Vitality versus uh Fnatic. And this week, and yeah, sorry, and did this year moving into the show, we'll actually be going over some of the comments and a lot of these, like, big highlight games, actually, because it's always good to hear what people are saying about some of these teams, actually. But yeah, Team Vitality and Fnatic match of the week for the LEC because, you know, you have the, all, all the storylines converging, you know, Perks, Perks coming back to the LEC to prove that he uh, definitely can be the king of the LEC like he used to. You know, Wonder moving on to play 
on the rival org, which is Fnatic, uh, Humanoid uh, moving on from the team that won back-to-back titles in the LEC uh, last year. A lot of converging storylines in this, actually. And you get the 1v3 outplay of Wonder right there. Did he, like, he did pretty good on that. Like, Vitality definitely played that dive really, really fucking bad. Like, <laughs> look how they play this shit. Okay, why is Alfari taking, like, every single... He's taking three... He takes, like, one, two, three, four... Like, four or five turret shots right there. Selfmade's like, I'll just fucking die right there. And, you know, Alfari's like, okay, I can't tank anymore. Perch just brain explodes and just ki- it kills himself right there. Holy fuck. This, this is... Okay. Mm. John, yeah, did you want to see your brain melt, like actually? Contracts turret dive in Academy. Oh my god, you guys want to see this again? Because Alfari, here's just what I think. They have to jungle the aggro because someone's like, well, why didn't Alfari just constantly take all the turret shots? Because turrets do more damage the more shots you take. So he, so af- after this turret shot right there, if he took another one, he would have just died, right? So he can't take anymore. Selfmade can only tank like one or two, and I don't, and like, fuck, Perks did not jungle it right. Like, it was just a mis-jungled turret dive overall. Maybe Alfari played it a bit wrong, but, you know, at, once you see a play like that, you know, it's over. Once I saw that, I was like, okay, Fnatic's going to win. There's no way possible that they can't win this game. Their top winner just outplayed three people in one dive. There's no way this dude, there's no way Vitality should win this game. And person self-made were just fucking, I don't even know what to fucking say. They just look bad. Overall, they just looked bad, you know? Wonder basically missing his Ragus cast right there. Pretty much sealed his fate as he was going to die overall, you know? Yeah, like, Nick, I, I agree with you. If you space these two out, one, yeah, they just misplayed the dive. I, I don't. Maybe it was Wonder outplaying them, you know, or maybe it was just them, out, them just misplaying the dive. I think it was just pretty much that, you know? Uh, Wonder outplaying versus them also misplaying the dive a lot, too, but... Yeah, Sean's Sean's brain exploded when he saw that. You could tell, like, when Sean was watching that live, his his brain just exploded. He's like, I'm not. Yeah, just gave me flashbacks of the contracts clip. If you saw that, and like, oh, last it was like what in the academy, like last year, right? Well, it was before he got called up on a hundred thieves when Medios, uh, you know, inted oh, and he raged out on oh, Twitter. Fucking awesome! I was like, like when he tried to dive him with like a teammate uh, on Deuce and top lane <laughs> on Lee Sin. <laughs> You remember that shit? <laughs> oh my goodness. I'll have to watch that later on because I, re- I remember that actually. So Vitality, you could tell they're better than Astralis by how they're playing the map right now. You could tell they're better. It's just like a lot of their decision making was pretty awful. Like, look at this. Like, they know how they're all to play the game. They're not like newbies, you know? Like, it's just so sad to see them at like zero and three because you know, like, look at this. Would a zero and three team play like this? No. That, like, that's why I told people though, they're not bad. They're not, like, truly shit. It's just, like, the overall gameplay from them just didn't look good. Like, they're taking turrets, they're diving, they're moving around the map. Just a lot of their team fights look fucking really suspect, actually. You know, Upset and Hillisang, to me, are still the best bot lane in uh, Europe right now, depending on, like, how the other bot lanes actually play out, you know? What do you think about Hillisang and uh, Upset after you saw them this week in Fnatic? Well, yeah, they're great. What do you mean? And also, did and also, did you sleep with Upset's wife? Actually, 
Uh, sadly, not yet, but, you know. Sadly, do, not yet. A call. <laughs> he'll give me a call. Right after he does, he'll just give me a call. Okay. Yeah, I'll say, well, I did see upset Dick Adam. You know, that's what you get when you mess with the beast. <laughs> the guy can go back to Academy. <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, like, look, like, Vitality, like, look at this. They're def he gets two kills right here. They invade. They place more vision. Like, they're actually playing like they – this is probably the vitality we'll, we'll see in week two when they kind of just work out all their kinks, actually. You know? Like, this wasn't the cleanest game from Fnatic, actually, even though they have the best roster on paper overall. But it's just how these games go. Like, you know, sometimes there will be a team who will play, who will do really well at, like, right now in the game with a 6,000 gold ahead, and then they just kind of just start throwing it. Like, LeBron getting decently caught out but not really getting killed, you know? And then, well, you have a Jin sniping him. So that's just how that works right there. Like, it's one of these things where, like, a lot of supports get really criticized for how they're playing the game. But, you know, you have to make these plays as a support. Your your idea of a support is to go in and engage. That's how you're going to be playing as a support. Going in, engaging, and hoping your team has follow-up damage, actually. Th this would be, like, the only non-clean game Fnatic played. Like, it was more or less about Vitality throwing than anything. Because, right, look at this, right? Like, there's... There's 6,000 gold ahead. Razork is... Why would he be right there? Like, that's what I've told people. It's like, Razork would be like the end-all, be-all of how the roster would not be able to play good. <laughs> There's like 50 health, and he's like next to a fucking um, Renekton with stun up. Like, what are you doing? Vitality starts the Baron right here, because like, what, what's what been happening in the LCK is like, people have been uh using the Jin Force shot to steal Barons and Drakes. You know? When I saw that, happen in one of the um lec games i was like oh that's interesting it's so it's just another way of how you evolve doing baron another thing you have to account for actually you know uh so they already killed off lebrov alfari just is like i'm super saiyan i'm going in you know and the team has no follow-up damage actually you know yeah like i i didn't really understand why they put um hilla saying on uh zillion i just didn't really understand why they would do that he didn't really play that well on zillion though i'll say that he didn't really play that well on zillion but this was part of the game where uh, Fnatic started to come back. I don't really understand why they chose to fight them well, right I'm here. I'm not a huge fan of that. I'll pick anymore. I'm not a fan of Zillion support. Does Zillion remind you of, like, Mike, if he was, like, an actual old man with wisdom? Uh, sort of, actually. <laughs> no, like, I, I love, I absolutely loved Zillion support in the past, but now i don't know why it's just it's not very good anymore it's like if a team wins with it it's not because of it at all it just like, look at Razor look just getting carried in this fight like come on people look look at Razor. Yeah, getting carried isn't great he is Razor is not good dude look self-made actually just beat the shit out of him all game but it did matter because his team just his team's brain just fell apart actually why would see like this is the thing is like the only reason why Fnatic have a chance in this game is literally because that Vitality just threw all their leads. And, and now, uh, if, you guys, if you guys actually do Fnatic's composition, right? So I, I can see why they have – I don't even understand why you have Zillion in this composition. Because, like, who are you reviving or speeding up that will actually make any difference? I mean, I understand. Speed up the Gragas. He body slams – right, what's the combo? Body slam flash cast, right? That's the combo. Speed up Gragas. Body slam, flash, cast. That's what you, do, what you do. Then you have, like, you speed up Razork, which is fine. Like, I get why they have Zillion here. But I don't think it really complements the composition overall to, like, the highest extent, you know? Maybe they have another reason why they picked it. 
I'm just not really too sure why they overall have the Zillion pick because it only offers such niche use of just speeding up the enemy champions. That's it. You know, of course you you can revive one of them, but like I I don't I don't see the much value in reviving one of those champions specifically. Vitality's comp is better, you know. Renekton does very well into Gragas. Uh, Kiana in, into Viego. To be to, uh, to be honest with you guys, I haven't really played that matchup personally myself a lot. But, you know, uh, the way Selfway played it, it looked like that it's a decent uh, aggressive counter to Viego, actually. Uh, you also have uh, Perks on Twisted Fate. I mean, Perks has been pretty much running it down for, like, quite a bit of time, actually. So, you know... I could see why they gave him a Twisted Fate. And Twisted Fate does pretty well into LeBlanc overall stun card when she jumps in or distorts back stun card. It, it, such easy value on the map. He just pretty much ults in stun cards. Simple execution right there. Uh, Jinx and uh, Rakan is fine to pick overall uh, because it does, Jinx does decently well into Jin. If you lay out your chompers, you have decent range against him. Rakan against Zillion. I, I get why they pick Zillion, because Zillion is a decent counter to uh, Rakan, actually, because he can't really jump in, because you can be able to just double bomb stun him, actually. So, I, I, I can see why Fnatic picked uh, Zillion, but, you know, I just definitely think Vitality's composition is better. I think they just played the fucking comp bad during the mid-game, because they were winning. Their composition was winning. That was to, It's designed to do that with these early-game champions, and you have the Jinx for late-game scaling. I get it. Then how in the world does th these guys just start Baron, then they get Baron, then they over-aggress and fight them, then they lose, and then fight Fnatic's like, well, my composition works better late game because Fnatic's composition plays better late game with your Jin getting sped up, with your Zillion. Those Zillion bombs late game are going to be disgusting, actually. He might, as well, he might as well just be a secondary carry at that point. Kazi uh, getting uh, caught out under the turret, and so was LeBron. And at that point, Fnatic are now starting to take over the map, and there's nothing they can do at this point in time because Fnatic's composition comes more online right there. Fnatic take Baron, and at this point, yeah, this game is over. M match of the week, my ass. <laughs> and I like Team Vitality. I, I, you know, I, I like them, but it's just when you're playing like that, it's one of those things where I could see why they went um, zero and um, – uh, they lost the next game, actually, because this was a game they were ahead in. They were winning. They just pretty much flubbed uh, how to really transition their lead into getting a Baron and more turrets. Karzy just basically just getting absolutely destroyed. Um, Karzy did not look good uh, in this game, actually, at all. On the Jinx the not really, overall. I'll say that. Wonder played great. Like, most of the Fnatic players played fine, other, other than fucking Razork, in my own personal opinion. You know, right here, they're taking Dragon, and they yeah, can't well, do anything. This is a great play. This is a great play by Vitality. <laughs> yeah, just just watching them take Dragon and running away. Is that, is that yeah, how you they, said they learned that from uh, Cloud9 with perks. <laughs> Humanoid, because someone's going to be like, well, why was Humanoid there? Humanoid will always push side lanes. He will take a early aggressive mid lane champion. You know, and then fucking uh, push hey, side. Wait, hold on. Perks is gonna make a great move here. What 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 what's Perks doing in here? Oh, I, I I haven't got a chance to watch this game. No, I did. Sorry, I haven't got a chance to watch it in like more than one time. Yeah, this is a great move by Perks. But look at what Alfari's doing. He he solo kills the ADC. Then Perks is yeah, just yeah. getting. Okay, there you go, Perks. Yeah, yeah. Look how much damage this guy's doing. Hell yeah, dude. Karzy yeah. somehow is away from his team. Somehow, some way, he is above his team. And Afari is below the team. Like, 
I just, I just don't get it anymore. You know, I just, uh, my, my brain is fried. So let's look at this team fight again from the very beginning. I okay? can't fried from watching this. Okay, so Yobofari, he stuns Wonder. He gets the damage onto him. Lebrov could right now jump in. And when she does, they almost kill Upset, and then Alfari finishes them off. Uh, Karzi is somehow not able to do enough damage to Razork or Wonder, but to be fair, like, they could easily just jump on him and kill him instantly. And then you have Alfari just all alone. Perks just running away with his, just running away with his cards, just, just dying. So, yeah, Fnatic definitely played out uh, the team fights better later on in the game. Their composition works better late game anyway. Team Vitality's comp had to work the amount of time that was in the game when they were winning because if they don't win at those at that moment in time or they transition their lead to a bigger gold lead, then it doesn't matter. Because, like, right here, uh, some part in the game when they're actually, like, getting ahead of them, right here at this moment in the game, as you see right here, this 21-minute mark, this is when their composition is supposed to take over the game. Because you yeah, right there, you have a 6,000 gold lead. Their top laner is able to pretty much just solo out anyone if he wants to. Like, they can't match them in a side lane. You have uh, Kiana, who just basically one-shot any of the squishy carries, like LeBlanc, Zillion, or Jin. And this is the part of the game where they're actually the strongest. And if they don't actually transition at this moment in the game, it's just over. Because Fnatic's composition, as a late-game composition, with decent early-game prowess, can definitely overpower theirs. They knew they had to win this early on because they couldn't win any teamfights later on. Twist of Fate's not going to be as useful in teamfights as LeBlanc, who could just chain, who could just double-chain someone and instantly just single them out. You know? It's just how it's going to work. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, if you guys want to watch the best game of this week, it was definitely between um, uh, SK Gaming versus Mad Lions. Am I right? Right, Sean? SK Gaming versus Mad Lions right there? <laughs> shit. Oh, shut up. Holy shit, guys. Yeah, now let me reread some, some of the comments here. Let's see what some of the community is saying. Yeah, I was skeptical game. about Wonder, but, you know, he uh, he is rebounding, yeah. Though, by the way, I was skeptical about Wonder, but if anyone could get him back to his old self, I was sure it was going to be Yamato. And he did, it seems. Yeah, I, yeah okay. Yamato, baby. Yeah. The legend, Rayamasuke. Hello? If Wonder starts being a machine again, Fnatic could easily be a world-class team when their synergy will be on point. For now, they clearly need to work on a couple of things, but this is very encouraging. Their ceiling is out of the roof. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, their they ceiling need to is... work on Razork. They need to, like, do some brain surgery with him. They need to actually tell Razork what they need in the game about, like, how to path correctly because... Well, well, well oh, I get it. Like, you can't path, path correctly, quote-unquote, because each game has a different style of pathing with a different style of jungler. I get it. But the way he played was not... No, no, Fnatic so, one, no what, they, the what they need to do is they need to, like, import Bo and just, like, pretend like Razork is actually playing. <laughs> That's the thing, is like... Their ceiling is as high as how Razork can be, right? As good as Razork will ever potentially maybe be is how good they're actually going to be. Fnatic want to win trophies. And if they want to win a trophy, if they want to win the spring split, because remember, Fnatic hasn't won a trophy since 2018. It's been a, yeah, quite a bit of time, actually. They should have won, like, two fucking splits in, like, 2019, but they fucking <laughs> choked. Get the fuck out of here. They got stomped by G2 in that spring split. Get the fuck out of here. The, well, okay, well, Summer. Summer, like, yeah, they, they, like, this past summer they had with Mad Lions, they could have won, honestly. But, you know, Whipple's brain turned off, actually. But, but no, they could have won Sprint as well because Caps was playing, like, trash and so was Wonder, but they choked there. Without Wonder, without Wonder, this game wouldn't even be close. What a beast of a player. He is what Fnatic 
bot really needed. A solid rock on the opposite side of the map. Not true. It's true. From a super team to a super meme. <laughs> Holy shit. It seems Vitality have a bit weaker late game than anticipated. Yeah, their early game looked fine in this game. If they can get a really good early game like that and perfect that down, they'll be a really scary team. You know? 8K gold down and still win. That is something Fnatic looks stronger this year. Wonder ver 1v3, so fucking good. We just witnessed a man ascend to a higher level of existence. <laughs> oh my god. And Perks wanted Karzi over Reckless. Yeah, Perks said he actually... Would never be on the team with Reckless. Oh my god. Persis Ego really wanted Karzi over Reckless. Is that true? I think Vitality cannot afford Reckless. Vitality can afford Reckless. Get the fuck out of here. Perk said a bunch of times that he wouldn't play on a team with Reckless. For a reason. There's a reason why people won't want to play with that guy. I'm just yes, being honest. I don't blame him at all. There's a fucking reason. <laughs> all right. Like, and I say that as a fanatic fan. Well, Sort of, all right. I'm kind of getting tired of their ship, but I'm still sort of. I don't really have like a main team he, in the EU. Because he, he like he like you guys know me, <laughs> G two all day, baby. Here we go. No, I, I don't really have a main winners, team in baby. EU. Honestly, I just cheer for whoever I feel like it. But is, Fnatic has quote been me on usually this. my main you guys team. Guys can quote me on this. G two was winning the LEC 2022 Spring Split. Bring hey, it hey. home, baby. Bring it hey, home. Me quote me and fucking Warren predicted that for you. You bet. Fucking bastard. Oh, well, Perks has said before that he doesn't want to play in a team with Reckless, and he always does subtle jabs against Reckless in some of his streams before. I guess he does not like the safe playstyle that's played by the guy. Guys, let's be honest here. Okay. Perks is very well-known, very popular, right? Do you think the G2 players on last year's roster weren't talking to Perks about Reckless, about what they didn't like about him? So Perks has an insight... Perks has a direct insight on how he on how Reckless was interacting with the team. Perks said he's still really good friends with those guys. Do you think they're not going to tell him how bad Re or like why? Do you think they're not going to talk to Perks about all the problems they have with Reckless? Of course they are. Come on, guys, use your brains. He has a direct access to them. You know, they'll tell him what Reckless does like does that's good and does not that they don't like. So that yeah, means yeah, self-made was like, oh, he touched me the on the first day of practice. <laughs> Jesus Christ! If Jinx dam if Jinx had damaged this game, would be interesting. Yeah, Karzi played so bad in this game. That's the reason why they weren't really that far ahead. If Karzi went even with his uh, lane opposition, he'd be fine. Like Jinx had no damage actually. Yeah, I've already played great. I've already played fine in this game. Uh, what's yeah. online helping? Hello, how you doing? How you doing? Oh, How you hey. doing, sir? Yeah, Alfaro's Adam. not really... He needs to work on things, but he's still good. And so is... Uh, Vitality Super say? Team goes 0-2 for Black week Rock. one. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, that... Uh, it could be worse. They could be 0-3. Oh, wait. Too late. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. So the Super Team turned out to be a super disappointment. <laughs> Jesus Christ, these people are fucking crazy. Yeah, which anybody with a brain and who looks at stats could have figured that out. Karzi played really bad. You can't win when your ADC gets caught out three times in a row, either dead or 1v4, or, you know, 1-4. 
Yeah, he wow, played wow. awful. It, it, it's almost like he did that on like the whole fucking two years on Mad Lions. He was on Mad Lions, yeah. Realized. But nobody <laughs> like realized because they overrated Carsey his covered, mechanics yeah. and because like, Kaiser carried him. Kaiser literally covered all of his mistakes. That's literally the reason why you never noticed it. Kaiser yes, covered like, all of his mistakes. People, dude, like I, I'm like I seriously wonder if I'm like the only person watching these games sometimes. Like, how the <laughs> fuck would you think Carsey is an elite ADC? Hmm. Fucking hell, saying he's fucking great. That's even not true. Vitality, the new CLG. <laughs> how they did oh. new CLG when they were never overhyped. Oh, shit. All right, guys. So that's the match of the week uh, with Team Vitality and Fnatic, actually. Uh, but like I said before, the LEC 2022 Spring Split recaps will begin after week two concludes. We'll combine week one and week two together. That way you're all caught up and the uh, Lock-in won't have recaps. We'll start that up again when the LCS actually uh, begins the real split, actually. All right. So what would people consider, like, a match of the week for the lock-in tournament? Because now, guys, okay, uh, you know, LEC is – okay, no, no, no. We have one, one more thing with the L L LEC, actually. I have to get our predictions because we usually predict things around here. So let me get you guys' predictions. If you guys are in, in the chat, uh, make sure you guys like the stream. If you guys are here, obviously – all right, so here is the matchups for this week coming up for the LEC. Yeah, I'll be honest, well, I'm split. super bad at predicting matches for League of Legends like beforehand and like looking at the wiki, like the schedule. But when I'm watching it on the stream and it's like their match is coming up and I predict it, I'm usually right for some reason. But but, but when it's like days in advance, I'm terrible. <laughs> All right, so you have – okay, so Friday – Kicking it off. Match of the week, baby. Misfits versus XL. That's that's what we want to watch, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'll go with... Mm, I'll, here, fuck. I'll go... Honestly, I could see XL upset him. I'll go XL, Fnatic, G2. I think Vitality can bounce back. Guys, I think it's possible. I'm going to put so much stock into them. Okay, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go Vitality. And... Rogue and Mad Lions. That seems pretty interesting, actually. I'll go Rogue for right now because I think they played better. Misfits, Misfits, Fnatic, G Two, Vitality, and Mad Lions. All right. So Saturday, yeah, I forgot the guys. After Super Week, it goes back to just you know Friday, Saturday games. Yeah, I could see XL upset in though Misfits. SK versus okay, so I'll say XL, Mad Lions, Rogue, Fnatic. G2 versus Vitality, that's going to be the match of the week right there because you have Perks versus G2. Of course, G2's going to win. Of course. What's up, Warren? How you doing, man? Do XL, Mad Lions, uh, BDS, uh, fan uh, Fnatic, and I'll go... God, you know what? I'm going to go Vitality. Good God. Good God. Uh, I, I'm not like, again, I still think G2 Seelim is the highest. I think they're better, but I, I think upsets like that can happen. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah you're good, man. What's up, oh. dude? How you doing, man? Oh, wow. I'm giggling. Uh, I thought it was 1130. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, because we're just fin fin finishing up the uh, LEC. So I'll just ask you just your quick general thoughts. You, you see, like, you see that shitty game between Mad Lions and SK Gaming? That sh. That yeah. was fucking fire. <laughs> the like like I I predicted I, I the only thing I'm gonna say about the LEC is I predicted that 
Um, uh, Team Vitality wouldn't be doing good. I didn't think Astralis would be that bad. We told and you they were. We said they're donkey shit. I didn't think they would be that bad with White Knight. Kabe's reliable. White Knight's reliable, and Zanzara's like a they facilitator. Have so. Okay, but or compare the rest of the fucking teams. That new guy is taking. That new guy is playing like Aurelia mid, and he's not doing too bad. Like considering, are, are, are you on drugs? <laughs> I he said, is I terrible. Sean, Sean, I, I know you're Canadian. I know that maybe one ear is working right now but <laughs> i said not bad he's not perks i'm not saying he's caps i'm saying he's no, not no, bad no, no, no he's good with pete like in he's good like with 1v1s and stuff that's it no he's terrible at everything else uh, and and like team bds and adam just doesn't get an int i don't know like i, I wasn't surprised about fanatic because i know wonder wants to like to show everybody that he still got it um, humanoid is, is pretty good and they got a they have a they have see the thing is fanatic has a well-balanced team like and so does rogue it's just like, Razor that i think is not that good honestly i i i, I, I looks pretty it. boosted i Razor called looks, it yeah I yeah said, I, I remember we yeah Razor looks pretty boosted dude yeah, we all I called it boosted. i no, i said vitality a super i was having this argument on discord i said people need to stop this super team nonsense all you need is two superstars and complimentary mm -hmm. pieces. That's all you need. Mm -hmm. You don't need, because uh, then the problem is, is that what happens with super teams in any sport? Somebody has to take a back seat. Someone has to say, you know what? I'm taking the thumb up the ass, and every and I'm just gonna be a facilitator. That's mm -hmm. the problem. The LEC looks weak though overall to me. I think you guys can agree on that. It it, it was looking pretty bad because because G two wins okay. weren't clean. Rogue's games looked. Rogue had the cleanest games out of everyone. Outside yeah, of like Rogue, Mara. outside of dude, outside of Rogue, most games look pretty fucking like wonky as fuck. But it is week one. It is only week one. We still have eight weeks of gameplay left. But fuck, man, it was looking pretty boosted out there for some of these dudes. You know, T Vitality's uh, an LCS team. Holy shit, fuck. <laughs> I think XL can. I think, like I said, XL could definitely get top five. If they figure out what's going on, mm -hmm. I think they. I think they they're not bad, actually. They look fine. I think it's they're just like they're way better with Finn than Cries, that's for sure. They look like they actually have a chance of making playoffs without Cries. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, dude. I know you're. I know you like Misfits, but dude, they they were looking fucked, dude. Like I don't know, man. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I think they should have kept. I think they should have kept uh, Vander and uh, Vander and Kabe like. I think they should have just kept the entire team, but whatever. That's, you know, that's uh, the issue. Like video look fucking awful when playing this week, dude. Like, jeez, man. I like, mean, what do, on okay. paper, he's statistically, statistically. good, though. <laughs> All right, yeah, Warren, he what is. You think about, so look um, at his <laughs> wiki. All right, Mad Warren, Lions. what did you think about uh, yeah, Mad Lions? What do you think about them? Um, I, I, I used to see, I saw, because, you know, I like SK Gaming Prime, so I know about Unforgiven through SK. He's good. He had, I like that. Yeah, he had He's multiple good. Pentas in the Prime League. is uh, good. So I think, again, what Mad Lions did was they kept Arma, so you know where you're getting an Arma. Elioia can, can definitely, you know, be that. And Kaiser stands out. They have a really – like, I feel like if I had to pick teams that are complete, when I mean complete is, like, they know their, what their players are all going to do. I would say it's Fnatic, Rogue, Mad, XL, 
SK and team, uh, team BDS because that, that jungler is pretty good. Syncroft, he's pretty Syncroft, good. Actually. He's pretty, yeah, he's solid. I like him. Yeah, unfortunately, though, for Mad Lions, they're playing with like five players who barely know English, so that's gonna hurt them. Okay, uh, so Warren, what do you think about G G two? I thought G two looked okay. Just what I'll say, their bot lane didn't look as bad as everyone thought they would actually be, and that's good. Their bot lane looked pretty competent, actually. Yeah, I I don't know if um the new coach is trying to be uh pretend Dylan grabs. Falco actually. Yeah, yeah, Dylan. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Dylan Falco's like. I'm gonna one up you grabs and do corky top and you know like bro just that was, that was fucking terrible yeah that was awful dude like, holy shit that was like bad. stop it stop it play play stop a regular draft because because you'll, 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 you'll do you'll do you'll do much better if you play a regular draft instead of trying to be you know fucking ls reaper uh, he's trying to be reaper that's what he's trying to be he's trying to be like freaking grabs oh yeah <laughs> reaper baby Oh, the oh, most flat playoff coach don't ever. Don't talk to me about Ellie. I don't know if you guys got the LPL. Oh, my God. Don't talk to me about those games. Those are some yeah. Fiesta games. Holy oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have another, yeah, we'll have another another show for them. Yeah, have you seen IG recently fucking popping off? IG, hell oh, yes. yes. Popping off with one and two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 was this the game where they were playing Corky Top? Right? Yes, I think like they're playing Corky Top. No, no, no. This was when, no, that was again. Yeah, Cats played Cassidy in this game, and he he was doing pretty fucking bad. Oh, it was against Excel. Yeah, this was the Excel game. Yeah, G two versus Excel actually. Yeah, it was down here. G two versus Excel. Yeah, this game they're playing Corky Top. Uh, stop it! Stop it, man. You get some help. We need to get some help. Like Broken Blade looks like he's still Broken Blade. I just think that like like I feel like if they went with regular when I mean like a regular draft, like I, I don't know if you guys been paying attention like to the like the power picks, but like it's mostly like Jace, Graves, Top, and then from mid you got Corky, Victor, and then bot you either Jinx or you're like um Kate mm-hmm. uh, um uh, Caitlin and then and then uh Karma uh, as well, along with like uh, um, Zin Zhao, Lee, those are like the power picks, right? So, like, if I think if G2 stop trying to, you know, try to be G2 of 2019, just try to be G2. What are they doing on this side of the map? What are they doing? Yeah, like, <laughs> the this bot is G2 lane is mid. G- G- <laughs> their bot lane is mid, pushing mid, caps is down there, split pushing. Genkos and Broken Blade are like brains fried. Yeah, like, like, come on, like, if this was an LPL team, they would have punished them even harder. That's what I mean. Like, they can't, like, they need to, I hope they, like, review the VODs because you can't be playing, like, you know, donkeys all the time. Corky top was bad. I, I get it. It's a power pick right now. They, they, they flex it. I get it. But Broken Blade is not going to play good on Corky top. He played really, he played pretty bad in this game, actually. He played fine overall, but he played bad in this game in particular. So, but, I, dude, I like the Malzahar pick because, like, a lot of these teams in the LEC try to always, like, do these weird high execution drafts. But it's like, nope, we'll just do a basic draft. Uh, lockdown with Jarvin, lockdown with Malzahar, uh, high DPS with Lucian and Nobby. That's fine. No, I, Easy. I think I think XL should have been 2-1 this, this week. Honestly. Yeah, like, they, they didn't look that bad, actually. Like, Patrick yeah, is solid, like, 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 uh, mm-hmm. like uh, Sean said. Um, Advian is good. Nuke Duck is reliable. Finn, 
I, I like I don't understand like Finn can carry, so I don't understand why they didn't start putting like putting more resources to Finn. And Markoon is like Markoon is like a better it's like a, a toned down but better like Yankel's starting off. Mm-hmm. Like he's like Mark that's how I feel about Markoon. So like um I don't know, I think XL is gonna make playoffs finally. <laughs> um Yeah. I think so too, because I mean, for for G two, you guys know I love G two, but like these games weren't the cleanest overall. They were, I would say they were struggling against G two. Sorry, I, I wouldn't say G two was struggling against XL and Astralis, but it should have been a lot more clean. I like a new place, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I bring, I bring my girls over, and we have a lot of sex actually. Okay, that was just I should have never complimented. <laughs> All right, they had this last team fight. I think they were catching out. Um, Excel actually, yeah. I mean, at, at this at this point in the game, they were already gonna be anyway. Like, and G2's comp is better, but I just didn't agree with the quirky top. Actually, I don't know why Marcoon just leaped himself in there, just killing himself off. But sure, triple kill on the gangplank. That was actually pretty cool when he did that overall. But yeah, guys, that's the LEC overall. Time to talk about the LCS. Actually, you guys, that's oh, what you guys Lord. come here for. The LCS. Oh, I know you guys come here for that kind of content. I don't. All right. I don't. I don't. I'm ashamed. That's I'm ashamed. I'm Stop it! And get some help. I'm ashamed of uh, TSM, but whatever. The academy team, essentially. And you said lock, lock. You said locking doesn't really yeah. matter anyway. Yeah, uh, come on. I mean, it doesn't matter, but I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. Well, it's good that takeovers look decent, at least. Yeah, takeovers look decent. What? Yeah. You look fucking terrible. What do you mean? About? Okay, in comparison to the rest of the team, MSK. <laughs> Good God, he looked like he was boosted as fuck. What are you um, talking about? He was fine. T- TL, okay. go ahead. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. Both of the uh, TL, TL, look like I, I can see issues with TL if they if it like just with like Burikson's performance was m- mediocre to me, but. Maybe 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 I'm being too harsh, but oh yeah it, yeah no Johnson was, is way better. It, it wasn't I was gonna say it wasn't the Beardson we know and expect. I'll give him a few more weeks to get that form back because he just came back and started playing competitive games. You know, I'll say that. Give me one second. Let me bring up the lock-in uh, results. Actually, that's why I don't have it right here. It should be she would actually have it right here for 2022 LC LC season. Uh, let me go to. Oh my God! Lock in. Okay, thank you for bringing this to me, Internet. Thank you. Give me a sec. Okay, guys. I know you guys want to talk about the LCS because that's quality region content right there, baby. Uh, Let's go. Let's talk about Group I mean, A. I want to talk about Vulcan, Dick, and everyone. That's about it. If I had to pick an MVP for the locking tournament so far, it'd be definitely either inspired. Maybe- Inspired, Vulcan, or um, I was gonna say Fudge. Actually, he didn't play that bad. He played pretty solid overall. Yeah, Fudge. F- Fudge is a. I, I thought that was a like. I don't know why people were surprised when Fudge got moved to mid lane. Like, if you think think about the champions he played in top, right? He played. I know he's literally like a mid laner who happened to play top lane. Right, and when you have that mechanical skill, you can transfer to mid lane. And because yeah, and he has great chemistry with Blabber when he was Blabber ganked him at top lane, the chemistry was fantastic. I mean, Blabber right. literally lived um, up unlike there. Unlike Perks. Right. And the fact that he can, like, the guy played Lee top. Like, Lee is not 
easy to play with making insect plays and we saw we mm-hmm. saw his MSI performance and we saw his Aurelia. So I knew that was gonna be an easy transition. Summit is looking pretty good. Um but I, I'm sorry I didn't mean to like just jump in right there. No dude you're fine. Keep Summit. going. Keep going. You're fine. Yeah, like, I think Summit's fine. A hundred thieves look eh um like I don't know. I, I don't know. I I think uh I think some days on his last legs, but maybe I'm being too hard. Jesus Christ! Holy shit! Oh no, he is. He is. Okay, so let's talk about Group A. I, Cloud Nine. I mean, did anybody not expect him to be three and zero? Like I thought I mean, they that's... could have been two and one. Yeah, it's it's one of these things where like either two and one or three and zero was expected for them. Hundred yeah. thieves. The first two games for them looked really good. That oh FBI, FBI and who he? Oh my FBI is the best fucking bot laner in the league, dude. We playing Caitlyn. Oh my lord, he looked beautiful. God damn, uh, FlyQuest no, is. I just, is sorry, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just wanted to mention how if it wasn't for like contracts, like these big contracts, then a team, an organization like Dignitas could have ended up with a roster of. Someday, Santorin, Jensen, Sven, and Ignar. That would have been a pretty interesting roster, season. actually. Yeah, that FlyQuest... if it wasn't for contracts. I'll, I'll say this. FlyQuest looked... I don't okay. know. Like, okay, against Cloud9, they looked like they were fucking garbage, but against everyone else... They did beat 100 Thieves. They got an upset against 100 Thieves. Okay. They're an I LCS mean... team, and what I mean is, they're never... They're not... They're going to make playoffs, probably, but they're never going to go far. They're just an LCS yeah, um, team. They're they're bot lane. Uh, they, they they need to like put two special need kids out there and yeah, play Afternoon better. Yeah, everyone needs an oxygen tank and needs to go to a nursing home. Yeah, okay. their bot lane is like one of the worst right now. I can't yeah, believe they guys, actually people, kept Johnson. Like, so so you guys know how I said the Mad Lions versus SK Gaming game almost gave me cancer. Well, you know what also gave me cancer? Fucking watching TSM play against FlyQuest. That was terrible. What God. the fuck? That was awful. Like the bot lane is the main issue with FlyQuest. Kumo's been playing well. Takuli's been playing well. Uh, Jose Diodo needs a new pair of glasses, but I mean, he needs to get a fucking haircut. He thinks he's still on. He's on uh, Fallout Boy right now. Like, I don't know yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he needs to like get his hair cut. His hair must be in the way or something like with his vision. But I mean, this, like mechanically wise and everything, he's been doing well. It's mainly their bot lane. This was the match of the week right here. TSM versus FlyQuest. Look at this donkey shit. Oh, on yeah, this game. was fucking great. <laughs> okay, this game was awful. I was watching this live. They just kept playing. I mean, it's cool to have games like this, right? I, I love these back and forth clown fiestas. But in terms of quality gameplay, oh, God. Oh, my no, Lord. Definitely not quality. <laughs> this was, this is quality. Come on, Warren. This is quality gameplay it's right not, here. Man. Come on, I, take over. I think the game. worst region right now is. It's a tie between NA and LEC. Like, I, I would, I would say if I okay, if I had to go off of the first three games, probably for almost the, the regions, I would put LPL, LCK, PCS, LEC, then NA. They're looking really bad right now, man. Yeah, I'm just saying LEC played worse at Worlds last year. Uh, no, you're right. I'm not. I'm just saying, like overall, I think I don't. I think. I think last year the teams were better than this year. No, honestly, well, I'd say like no, LEC fair, and LCS are kind of tied right now when it comes also, to like to be their fair, we, They literally just started. Where they just started? Yeah, and this is like, mostly academy no, rosters. But like, but... Oh, but like, come on, man! Like, if I'm watching, I'm watching. Okay, I'm not trying to talk about L- L- LPL, but I'm watching 
EDG, and they still look good. They look very, yeah. They still look yeah. good even after. Like, you think, you know how some teams digress? No, they look and still, like, Flandre still yeah, it, it's hard. Yeah, it, it's hard to tell when they're. Well, because I was gonna say if LPL didn't steal a lot of like PCS's talent and they had like the same amount of seeds as like LEC and they had like some good Korean imports like LPL does, and they could be like better than LEC. Good God. It's one of those things where yeah, because you you think like EDG would would not regress, but like not keep up the same level of gameplay. No, their 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 gameplay is pretty darn the same it's just still as good you know but who knows when they're fucking who when they'll start burning out and, and their and their team peach will yeah. have some questions well, listen, i don't know your own talent did well more in like instinct what was uh like what's this thing with jose diodo and everyone's saying he's gonna be guys Xerxes is better than jose diodo the only reason why no one looks at Xerxes is because he's not as flashy well, well, no, Xerxes has fantastic mechanics and potential. It's just he, he needs, like, a new pair of glasses or something. I don't fucking the problem, know. The problem with Xerxes, he doesn't play, like, he's not good on, say, like, the Lee, like, Lee Sin and, like. Like, like the carry junglers, right? Like, so, like he can play, I, I can see him playing, like, Vigo, but, like, when you need to play, like, Lee Sin or Anidali when it's important, he can't really play that. But, like, put him on Ivern, heck, bro. Yeah. Um, he's, he's like, I think Xerxes is better. I think Jose, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you listen to what I say, but mm-hmm. if Sometimes. you're from, if you're from Brazil, you, you want that green card. So like, <laughs> okay. He's from what? He's from fucking Argentina. You dumbass. Like, like, no, it's Brazil. All like, that's just Brazil. Argentina. So. Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why just, Jukes. The continent's called Brazil. So, so. Um, All right, so I, there was a- actually exciting games in the lock-in tournament. T- yeah. Team Liquid versus EG was uh-huh. exciting. It was actually pretty exciting. With Whipple yeah, it was Impact. exciting. But also, I'll, I'll just put it you in a, like easiest terms, so MSK to describe him. Jose Neoto is basically like the new uh, Dardock, but without toxicity. He's the new. He lacks mechanics, no. map awareness. Fucking aggressive right. plays. No, he lacks map awareness, but he has like good mechanics and like potential, and is young, but the pro- like twenty two or so. The problem is, is that he, oh, he has the same issues as Dark. He's, Stalk, he's so. not Armut. Like where Armut, Armut, like you had questions because he was coming from Turkey, but Armut still like held up in the LEC and held up at Worlds, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas Jose Diodo didn't live up, is not living up to his hype, and it's like, well, he's not even living for anything. He's just been a very he did for one split. He's just not. He's just a very basic player. He's not. There's nothing truly good or there's nothing truly great about him. He's just another run of the mill jungler that you see in every single region. Also, Whippo and Impact were throwing lots of blows in this game. This, This game was actually really exciting, though. Go, having EG face off against Team Liquid, Bjergsen coming back in the mid lane, playing Victor, Vulcan looking pretty darn good. And I'll say this here: Danny is not the best laner overall, but he still will look good in team fights. Jojo Peon, this was his what first actual LCS quote unquote LCS game. Uh, here, guys, I know he's new. I know it. I know he's new. I'm gonna preface that first. I, I, I don't know. Like he was getting pretty beat the fuck down in a lot of these games. Like, he was getting pretty darn shit on a lot of these games, actually. He's better than Demonte. You know, if you're better than fucking my wife getting on her knees, then that's good. It's good overall. But 
Yeah. Life, so. so, Warren, what did you think about Team Liquid, actually? I hope they fix their issues now and lock him because I saw some things that weren't like, like, what the hell is Bopo doing? Like, you're not, you're not the shy. <laughs> yeah, Stop like, it. Stop it. Yeah. Like, the, we like, knew you're not he was the shy. overrated as shit. Like, you need to, I mean, the thing, the difference between Bopo and Alfari is Alfari didn't really, like, he was very rigid sometimes. Like, he had like a six-man champion pool. I think Bippo is going to be more, like, willing to take one for the team. Oh, he, was. Just, he died seven times in that one Scion game just to make uh, sure they fucking kept losing. Yeah, I mean, again, Bippo, he's always been grossly overrated top laner, like the most overrated style, Western player I, ever. I, I think his play style will work in the LCS more effectively than it did in the LEC. No, like, I mean, yeah, okay. I agree. I know. I mean, mechanically, like, he is, like, this guy is always, like, in the top. Like I've been watching because I watch some yeah. of his streams. He's very methodical. He, whenever you watch his streams, he literally details what he's gonna do, why he does it, yeah. how he does it. He he's smart. always top ten on the lot on the ladder. I'm gonna go so to the bathroom. Again, you have to keep talking, okay? I'm going to the bathroom. Okay? Again, grossly overrated, but he's still like even when he is grossly overrated and he's like easily a weaker like top and that's not his he's fault still, though. He's still always. Holds his own, and he has this like dominant edge factor out of lane. It's just like he's like the perfect player you want on your team if you can't like afford like a top tier like Alfari type player. Uh, but but in this, I mean, this so far though, God, he's just been bad. I mean, that's not his fault, right? Because if you're a rookie in your first season and you make it to World's Finals, I think you're gonna always have this this thing over your head that you're a good player and like because remember in his first year he went to world's finals as a rookie C carried to world's finals and got lucky that like reaper put licorice on like echo top for two games good and that's when Sean ran it down this man this man sean lives in fucking the past this man's crazy <laughs> Yeah, run, free, run free the past in his head. I don't know. Man, but, yeah, no, you know, you're going to play that fucking clip of Spence Garon on Jarvan under his To be fair, if EDG played, if, if EDG played way better, if I if boy, I boy if I boy didn't like thought he was ultra instinct Goku and just go in and do actually anything, they, they might actually won that series. Like, could you imagine yeah. if, yeah, if, if like Ray was okay, if I boy played a little bit better, they win that series, but I digress. Oh, okay, listen, the entire other side of the bracket was the real top four at Worlds. All right, so the, um, <laughs> at, at this point in the um in, in the game, Jojo Pion got a chance to kill Bupo, and Bupo was just dying a lot of Sion, but two out of fact, on Sion, you're going to be dying a lot because you're the engaged. Now, he went like, I think, two and eight Darshan. in this game, actually. <laughs> that was a nice hook right there. When he got the hook, onto uh Jojo Pion. I don't know why he was there, but that was a nice hook overall to keep uh pressure in the game. There was this dragon fight that happened later on in the game that really solidified EG um EG to get the win. Right here, Vulcan was coming through. The ward wasn't actually in the bush right here. So that's why they didn't see him. And then they seize him now. Vulcan just goes in and he knocks up um Court JJ. Yeah, and they, that's 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 how they kill him. And after that you have them just you know, just running them down. So yeah I mean Vulcan Playing really well on EG, and I honestly thought Impact looked really good in the top lane too. So you know, EG has a interesting roster. I think they can be very good. It just depends on how they actually uh, want to play the game 
as these um as the locking tournament progresses. I think I think EG is gonna be fine. I think EG can make definitely can make worlds. I think uh it's really balanced. Uh, like I said, like Jojo Pion, I'm sure the the nice part about what I like about EG's team is they have a good set of veterans and still young. Like Inspire is still young, but he's played for like a, a, I think two years now, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then Impact's been a while. Core mm-hmm. JJ's been, I mean, not Core JJ, Vulcan's been a while. So JoJo. Hey, I mean, gonna... oh, do you dodge military service if you got a residency here? Um, I think so. I mean, yeah, because you're here. Like, that's why, that, that I mean, because remember, someday and. Someday and Impact are both Korean, and so is Piglet. Yeah, but so, isn't that why, like, no, because you live here, like you're not like, and, and yeah, but Impact right does there. have like a places and like he has like that tower in Korea and stuff. So does tower, that oh yeah, he's just so rich. Holy shit! Yeah, but like yeah, he's, um, yeah, I keep forgetting Impact is still playing. He's actually like the Seto Kaibo of LCS now. Like he 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 looked good in this game too. He looked good, pretty good overall. And like they yeah, I forgot this was the base race they had where they TP'd in and Bjergsen tried to stop them overall. I don't and I mean Bier, what what did you guys think about Bjergsen actually from the game the TL played? Okay. I mean he's fine. I still think Jensen's would be would have been fine. Mm. And and I'm and I I mean I, I was a TL I mean I think yeah, T- they should have kept Jensen, but whatever. Yeah, they should have kept Jensen. Like, I, it's it's a travesty. Like, honestly, honestly, if EG had Jensen, there's there nobody's being that team. I'm sorry, I don't I don't see it. That's a really well built yeah, team. Jojo Pion has been doing great. What do you mean? What? Bro, come. He's been getting come on, Sean. Sean, what, what, what? Added to him. Do you do you just drink a gallon of syrup and eat bacon before you get on these? <laughs> <laughs> what, like you're okay, telling. Listen. Me- He's held his own, and he's only 17. He's held he's his own, his ass handed to Come him. On, he's man. held <laughs> his own, and he's 17. He's going to grow into a great mid by the end. You know, okay. and my dad is going to come back into my life tomorrow, but actually, you know? Let me ask you, Sean. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what I said think... about Vitality. It could, it could make a comeback just like your dad. Don't you think if they had, if EG had Jensen, do you really think they're they're, they're pretty, pretty much a, a solid team? Like, you can't disagree with that. I mean, sure, but you know, if uh, CLG had Jensen, then they would be great. Wait, right wait, wait, I don't get this man. This man's on coke. He's like Jensen <laughs> should be on a team. I'm like Jensen should be on EG. Nah, what, like, CLG like, is the place he has to be. <laughs> like, what, what moose ran yeah. behind you and decided and, you know, they should? Coke. They should have uh, Team Liquid should have Chem V over Santorin. Oh, what like, moose yeah. ran up to you in Canada and just decided to lick your balls and make you feel good? Like what? Like, I don't. I, like, I don't get it. I don't get it. And, and listen, Darkshawn should be on uh, Dignitas over Fake God. Oh, ah, Lord. Okay, let's not... stop. Okay, look at anyway, that. TSM, okay, so they... TSM versus Cloud9. You know, the rivalry between Cloud9 and TSM. I wouldn't really call this one of one of the matches from their rivalry that everyone would want to remember. But, you know, TakeOver played a Colleen. Fudge played Victor. That's, I mean, oh, Zen. Most Pentakills in the LCS. Zen played really well. And I know a lot of people were like, well, why is he in Academy? I mean, he opted into Cloud9's new structure when they get LS and they get the other Korean players. He opted into it. He wanted to be with Cloud9. Okay, listen, he's you know? doing well, yes, but these teams are, okay, A, these teams are Academy teams. B, that Pentakill, listen, he was great on Ziggs, but that Ziggs. Pentakill was just luck. He didn't do, like, anything amazing to get the Pentakill. 
All right, and see, like, yeah, he is still great, but it's just Berserker's better. But you know, they're but, gonna but this is the thing, dude, is like, we'll of course, he's gonna be players that are worse than him. He he's not a bad ADC, but he's gonna be players that are worse than him. That's just how competition works, though. He's just a dumbed down reckless. You mean a better reckless? No, reckless actually got out of groups multiple times. Sven only, but it's Ven. made final tournaments. Zven got out of groups multiple times too. Remember Origin? G2. That was like 2016. 2015, he got he got with Cloud9. Origin, he made MSI Finals back in 2017. He's made top four at Worlds. He's won four different titles. How did he get Damn top it. four at Worlds? Origin, remember? Yeah. Come on, man, stop it. Get the Wait, fuck man. out of here. How's that not count? Stop it. Really stop tough it. Worlds. Stop you were in a group it. of death. You were in a group stop of death, it. and he got boring. You were killing me. Mercy on my yeah, imagine if Immortals actually invested money and had Sven and Ignar there instead. That'd be a pretty scary team, actually. But overall, yes, no, uh, Cloud9 ended up taking out TSM. I wouldn't, this wouldn't be a game that most TSM yeah, fans would be like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, do you think they can bounce back in their next set of games, though, actually? This is just good. TSM? No, this is just good practice. No, no, what Oh, hey man, not, what if I'm they go three? Hey man, they like this is what I'll say. There, there's a reason why Spica didn't opt to play with these guys. But, I mean, to be fair, they said they wanted to keep the academy team together because they already have inbuilt synergy that's going to be like really viable for them. But I mean, I don't think synergy was the biggest thing they needed in these games outside of terrible Honestly, macro plays they were the making. Honestly, the was bad. Why are you drafting your turn to the mirror? Like, what are you on? What are, what are you on? Like, <laughs> like. The thing is, Bragg is hard counters. I, so I, I would have liked to see Evolve play, though. I mean, who cares that he spammed the N-word in solo queue? It happens to everyone, right? I mean, that's like that's like <laughs> me calling that's like me spamming Colonizer in, in solo queue. Like that. Hey, so a cracker. Like, so, no. guys who are TSM fans out there who will watch this, don't be too angry on the Academy boys. You guys all said locking doesn't matter, so their their record doesn't yeah, matter. I, I guess. I, I, listen, I'm not even caring about Springs, but I just want I just want to make sure TSM makes a world. That's all I care about. So. You know, we'll be uh, we'll be on Spring Split soon, starting in February. But yeah, because I know everyone's gonna be like, "Oh my God, TSM sucks right now, guys." It's a tournament you literally all said didn't matter, so their record also doesn't matter. It only would. It only would matter if they would win, but we know they're not going to win lock-in. They, I mean, will they make the playoffs for lock-in? Probably, given the field, field, field of competition. But, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. You know, there's definitely room for improvement on their roster if they start to make plays better on the map. But, yep, that's uh, – what do you think about uh, Darshan, actually? Because a lot of people thought he was ready to be LCS level again. I'm like, I don't, I don't know about that. No, he needs to just – these, these uh, check stealers need to get kicked out. I'm so – like Aframoon's a check stealer. Um uh, Paul Belter was almost a it was a real check stealer. Like stop it. Sunday's a real check stealer too. He's been he needs to go too. But <laughs> but I don't know, maybe I'm being harsh, but Maybe. Just may- maybe God. I keep forgetting that Ignor is still signed to Eiji. No, no, he's not. They got uh Ignar and uh Svenskaren got removed from the G C D Oh thinking. okay, I see. Yeah, like, because someone was like, well, Sven Skerritt's not playing either. I mean, there's a reason for that. They're both gone. And like, maybe, both uh, maybe Ignar can go, like, commentate with his buddy Wadid. Um, Sven Skerritt is in, uh, EU climate, so he's 
so low key right now. Sorry, that was my keys. Uh, so you're fine. We all okay. Immortals zero three. Yeah, that um, I'm surprised about. Like, I'm really surprised that they're zero three. They went in. Oh yeah, because they did. They did the CLG approach last year. They went in on veteran talent with Wild Turtle, Power Vivil, Xerxes. Destiny. Oh, he's another check stealer. Well, Turtle, they need to get rid of that. I don't know how this man is able to get on that team. Everybody. This man's played yeah, for so yeah. many seasons, so many years. Yeah, I think, like, point. Power of Evil, like, fucking bribe them. They get his buddy back on there. No, like, on paper, Immortals is, like, the middle of the pack team. Middle right? of the pack team, but they should have been at least one and two. No, 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 they aren't. Revenge sucks. Destiny sucks. Wild Turtle sucks. Not even on paper. Not even on This paper. is the same guy that doesn't want Jensen on EG. So are we going to listen to him? Like, <laughs> not because JoJo Beyond is going to grow. You know, and my dad player. is going to come back into my life, dude. My dad is yeah, just waiting you, outside for me. Okay, but Sean, like you can't say that Jensen deserves a team. When, okay, yes, right now, yes. But Jensen was still, like, I don't know, because EG is building themselves where they want to they want to win. And Jensen could fill that role. He could put... Jojo Pion and keep him on. Like, Why can't Jojo Pion just go to like Immortals or something? Jo- Jojo Pion could be on Academy and then have Jensen for one year and then like he can learn from Jensen and then boom. Like, like I don't think Jensen has more. What, than what do you guys left. think about um, CLG actually? They're an LCS they a, team. That's they it. looked a bit. I mean, they looked a bit better. I wouldn't say uh, they're, they they're a contender. They're a contender. For, for, for the you know garbage? Why? For the trash? No, you know why they're on a you know why they're a contender? Share my screen. Oh lord! Oh, because they have this sets. badass jungler. They have this legendary and jungler. He's going to be able to sustain up. But as I Ooh. say, that contract is rotated topside. This might just be the dive. The level six is ready. Call the Forge God may come in. It does. It's going to hit up on Deus. Contract is in. Mixes the Q. Oh no! As Deus manages to pull away and stay safe for the moment, but Contracts isn't done yet. He's waiting for the Q. The Ignite comes down from Fake God, and that's going to be a dive for Contracts. Dies for the first blood. Fake God, in the meanwhile, takes the turret shot, but doesn't go down. A one for one, but a very... Legend. You're an idiot. Next. Will I ever get married? Oh, hell no! The LG's going to worlds, baby. They're going to that trash can I have outside right there. That's where they're going. What's up, Panda Monkey? CLG is just an atad- CLG is just an academy team that's fighting with the big boys. Yep, that, I mean, yeah, uh, I, 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 I contracts yeah. is LCS material. Uh, LCS trash. No, he's LCS material. <laughs> so is Poom. If some of the other supports aren't playing. And Luger is Luger fucking good. fire. I liked L- Luger, Luger actually is, is a fire. good native ADC. Like, Luger, like Jenkins and Powell Fox all agree with you. Like, Luger's a good AD- ADC. I'll, I'll, I'll give – like, it looked a bit better from CLG. Like, they won't be – they might not finish ninth or 10th place this year. And that's an actual improvement from them. This is Hey, small improvements, people. Dignitas looked as good as Dignitas. You know, they're just Dignitas. That's it. Team Liquid looked good over, like, they looked fine overall. Nothing special, but looked good. Evil Geniuses looked the best right now, but we'll see how it all plays out. Oh, uh, so we have the matches to predict for, because you have, uh, let me see. Uh, what, what, so what's, what's these days? So, so what's today? Wait, did you predict the matches for LEC then? Yeah. Let me uh, sec. 
Oh, yeah. Did you see the Academy game today with Bjorkson? So we're talking about Luger. The, the, another uh, Turkish ADC played against in Academy today against Bjergsen's Academy team on Team Liquid because he's subbing in for that too. And holy, he dicked them hard, Kyori. Like, he, he deserves an LCS spot. He's better than Luger. It, it, FlyQuest should have gotten him. And, and he's on EG Academy. And they already have Danny, so he's not going to play. <laughs> We have this, week, this week is done, right? This week, this, these weeks are done. So we're gonna be on day three and day four. Okay, so making sure. Oh, so we're not on day three. We're gonna be on day four. So we have day four to finish everything off, and that's gonna be on the twenty-first, right? That's that's this week. The quarterfinals start the next day. Okay, so we'll know the matches. You know, will be better that day. Okay, so. Well, who do you guys got? CLG. These are the great games. CLG versus Dignitas, baby. Let's go. Uh, Dick. I'll, I'll, I'll sadly say CLG. I'll say CLG, Cloud9, Team Liquid, TSM, and Evil Geniuses. Everyone uh, on this row is winning. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, CLG, Cloud9. Uh, let's see. Yeah, CLG, Cloud9, um, Team Liquid, uh, Golden Guardians, and... This man's on Coke. Let's say... Dignitas. Warren? Oh, um, Dig. Uh, one... 100. IMT gets the upset. GG gets the upset. EJ wins. All right. And we'll know what the quarterfinals are based off these matches, actually. Semifinals, and you have the finals for lock in. But yeah, guys, that's pretty much it. I uh, just want to make sure I cover all this. Like I said before, the weekly recast for the LEC uh, will begin this Tuesday coming up, actually. T Root is coming back. So we'll be able to do that, actually. You know. Uh, we'll have that for you guys, and yeah, lock in is interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and watch more of the games. I uh, back again to get more of uh, what I didn't have for today in terms of more insight, actually. Uh, but I'll make sure I watch the um the LCK games. Actually, I gotta catch up on those. Uh, but the LPL is interesting overall. You know, am I happy that Cloud Nine is three and zero? Sure, but I mean, None of this really matters to anybody unless they actually win the tournament. I'm pretty sure 100 Thieves will still win the tournament. It might be 100 Thieves EG Finals. Who knows? Might be a Cloud9 100 Thieves Finals. You never know. Lock-in is just that unpredictable. I mean, who would thought that Immortals would start 0-3 over an org like Dignitas and CLG? You know? Golden Guardians, 0-3. You know? TSM starting one in... Like, FlyQuest have more wins than TSM right now. This is how you can tell Lock-in is like flippy floppy but this is what i'll tell you guys um before um uh we head out yeah well uh, you, you know, know bjergsen got fucking dicked in academy so yeah oh i need to see that academy game actually yeah bjergsen you need to watch the- eg academy versus team liquid academy today the both of the games it's a miracle they won the second game they should have lost both so Ligo and fucking kaiori Antonio dicked them. Oh my god. Yeah, their top laner and their support are the only reason they lost. 
I gotta watch I mean, the, the first game, game though. They won. The, I mean, the second game. I mean, they won the first, but you know. We'll do. Well, hold on. Let, let me look at Academy really quickly. Yeah, golf. Uh, you're a dick hard. Let me look. Let me look, look at the Academy really quickly. Uh, I'm just looking at it right here. Actually. Yeah, because, I mean, Bjergsen could definitely come back to form. It's just like, you know, it's going to take a bit of time. Yeah, the LPL and LCK games are nice. Yeah, we're, we're going to have dedicated episodes to the LPL and the LCK uh, as often as I can get them done. You know, but I got to make sure I'm watching the games and making sure I have the full context of everything that's happening around the map, actually. You know, I feel like yeah. Dig could beat CLG, but it would be close. Yeah, it's going to be close to screen. Oh, yeah, they can beat them because, uh, you know, they have Powell Fox. Pal Fox is the best mid laner in the LCS. We're talking about. God damn. Like now, on paper, they could because he, their academy jungler is actually pretty poggers. Uh, let's see, their top laner. Yeah, it's about even, honestly. Uh, ADC, it's about even. Uh, well, I say Luger's, Luger's a bit better, and then support. Uh, yeah, CLGs is better, but a bit better. But for the most All right, part, guys, it's that even. All right, guys, that's it. Uh, I will see you guys here on the Cloud9 Podcast. Net newest episodes will be out Monday, 6.30 p.m. PST is the dedicated time for the episodes. If there's going to be any other episodes dedicated to the LPL or the LCK, I'll set them up for a certain day. And the ZB lol. I'd rather kill myself. You know, um, a lot of Brazilian chicks want to sleep with me, too. This girl, show me a picture hey, of something. I mean, I, you know, some port Portuguese and, like, Spanish, so I watch Wait. it. Hey, this girl showed me a half-naked picture of herself in the tub and saying, I want to uh, Oh, bullshit. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty shit gameplay, but it's kind of entertaining, you know, with the commentators with CB LOL. It's actually kind of fun. Holy shit. But yeah, guys, we'll have dedicated episodes of the LPL and the LCK whenever I can set them up, whenever I can watch the games more consistently. I've, I've been watching LPL consistently. Just haven't been able to watch the LCK yet. Uh, the lock-in tournament is going to finish off best of ones on friday and they'll start the, the quarterfinals i'm pretty sure the next day actually just get those matches all done you know the on the recaps are coming back after this week the recaps will start once again when the lec 2022 spring split concludes actually it won't be as long like i said before guys it's only like 15 20 minutes max for those as well and yeah overall mm -hmm. hope you guys enjoyed the show at the end of the show make sure if you guys are watching this on the replay like yeah like the stream comment and subscribe if you're new all right, guys. Goodbye. See you later. Yeah, I did have three out. things to ask you in the backstage. No, just in the backstage when you end it.